Hello and welcome back to the Rustic Preacher Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Duffy, and today I'm going to answer the question of the day. Now, what is the question of the day? Well, someone that listened to my podcast reached out and asked me a question, and I felt I should cover it in a topic um, on the podcast in one of my episodes. Now, you may be asking yourself, man, how did someone reach out with a question? I have a question I would like answered. Well, I understand that some of you have questions and feedback and you would like to reach me. So if you stay and listen through the rest of this podcast episode today, at the end, I will be giving out my email address so anyone that listens can contact me and ask questions or give positive feedback. Um, With that, the question of the day today is, what must I do to be saved? Well, I know that I tried to answer this in episode 3, But more specifically, episode four today is not just what must I do to be saved, but what does that look like? What is the process that you have to take in order for this to happen? Because I want you guys to have confidence in your salvation. John wrote in 1 John that uh, we've been given this message that we know that we have salvation. So we may know. That's the idea. I want you guys to know and have confidence that you are saved. So... Uh, In order to do this, I'm going to actually give you guys about a five-minute snip of a sermon uh, that I actually preached this last Sunday that I believe answers this question. So I will warn you, I'm fairly passionate at this point in my sermon, and I'm a lot louder than I am now, so you may have to adjust your uh, volume because it might sound like I'm yelling, but I'm just being passionate at this point in my message because I am passionate that people would understand the gospel and understand what it means to be saved and what they must do. So take a listen here for yourself. Move forward for he says, verse 2, in a favorable time I listened to you and in a day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, Sometime soon, perhaps tomorrow, you know, when you feel like it, maybe not today, is a favorable time. Behold, no, I'm not ready yet, is the day of salvation. Is that what it says? No, 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 no. Behold, now is a favorable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. This is urgent. Paul's heart here is being poured out. Today is the day of salvation. Don't wait. Amen. We're not promised tomorrow. Paul's saying, Corinthians, any of you in this place that do not know Christ, don't wait. Don't hear this message in vain. Don't walk away. You're not promised tomorrow. Receive it now. Now is the time. Today is the day. What a great proclamation. We see Paul pour his heart out. Earlier on, we know, man, what a great proclamation. He keeps using this term. I beseech you. I implore you. I appeal to you. This is all the same word, to beg. Paul is pouring out his heart and begging the Corinthians to share this message, to accept this message, and not to turn from this message. Message of Jesus. Any of us today 
in our hearts. If we know Christ, we know, Lord, I rely. You died on the cross for my sins and proved it by Your resurrection and I trust in Your sacrifice alone for my salvation. Yeah, I know that in my heart. I was thinking about that this week. How do I put that into words? To trust in God, right? I'm thinking, someone asked you, how do you know you're saved? That's what I wrote down. This would be my response. I know and rely that Christ died on the cross for my sins as my Savior in my place. He proved this through His resurrection and I trust in that sacrifice alone for my salvation. That's what I know. That's why I'm saved. Not by anything I've done. It's not a coincidence that Paul first makes clear the message before he goes on to tell us how to walk. Why? Because the walk cannot be produced until you have received what produces it in us. Christ. His Spirit. Yeah. It can't happen yet. But before Paul can move on, he's so concerned He wants them to be saved. He wants them to accept this message and proclaim this message. He has to proclaim it. He has to beg it and remind them, today is the day. Don't walk away. And I will say today, if you are in this place and you have not yet trusted Christ as your Savior, now in your heart is the time. All you have to believe in your heart is, Lord, I believe You died on the cross for my sins and rose from the grave and I trust in You alone for my salvation. Boom! In note, that's it. And you'll enter into life. You'll be born again. You'll be saved. That's it. That's how easy it is. It's so easy. So why not do it now? Well, pastor, I was confused. Are you sure? Like, I don't know. I'm ready. Maybe uh, I'm not good enough. No! That's not the message. Yeah, but... Could I schedule it for next Tuesday of next week? I just, I don't feel right. It just, I don't know, something in me just, I don't know. No! But I'm not yet baptized! (laughs) If you believe you are, and if you want to proclaim it before your brothers, we'll open this up right now, and I'll dunk you in it. Today is the day. Don't wait! I beg you, Paul says. It's that easy. Lord, I believe You died on the cross for my sins and rose from the grave and I trust in You alone for my salvation. Done. That's it. It doesn't need to be sugar-coated. We don't need to add to it. We do this so often as ambassadors. We get so concerned about people's life, their works, their walk, their their past, where they are right now, where they're going to be, where we are at, that we cloud this message. We make it so worky. We start trying to share with people and we try to start fixing their problems. The problem that needs fixed is they're standing before God. Not what they eat or how they look or the language they use. Foul or not foul. Right? It doesn't matter. The age, the time, no! We cannot adulterate this message. There you go. 
Death, burial, resurrection is the gospel message. It's the good news. The story of Calvary. That Christ was willing to take our place, take our punishment that we deserve because of our sin, our separation from God, and take it upon himself as a sacrifice for all of mankind, everyone who may choose to believe. How is this sacrifice for our sins received? It is through belief, faith, trust. So the message is the message of the cross. So how do we receive this message? How do we gain salvation? What does that look like? As simple as I can put it, if you believe in your heart that Christ died on the cross for your sins and rose again, and trust in Him alone for salvation, then you are saved. You have placed your trust in Him. If you were to go before the Father, go before the throne of God, if you were to go to heaven and I was asked you, why are you here? Why are you allowed to be here in the presence of God? The answer is, because I trust in Christ's sacrifice alone for my salvation. That what it, that's what it means to believe it in your heart. What have you placed your eternity on? Your trust in your eternal salvation. What is it placed on? Is it by works? Is it by being good? Is it by saying a certain prayer? Is it by, you know, doing the song and dance? Is it by trying really hard to fulfill the, the, the Ten Commandments? Is it by being baptized? No. Ephesians tells us, For by grace we have been saved through faith, not of our works. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So it's simply to believe, to have faith, to put your trust in Jesus. What are you putting it in? That his sacrifice covered your sin. His bloodshed was enough to cover you and you call him Savior, Messiah. You have placed your entire trust in this life and the life to come in him and his sacrifice. That's it. So what must you do to be saved? Believe. Just believe it in your heart. You know what's in your heart. If you ask yourself that question and you believe that in your heart, then you are saved because you have put your faith in Christ. I hope that answers the question of the day. And I also hope that if you guys have not yet believed this in your heart, if you have not yet trusted in Jesus alone for your salvation, that you would believe today. That you would be able to say, yes, I believe this wholeheartedly. And that you would receive the salvation that Christ so freely gave us by being our sacrifice in our place. What a blessing. At the beginning I said, if you guys had any more questions, that I would give you my email address. And I do mean that. If you guys have questions or concerns or feedback, please get a hold of me. I want to answer them. My email is the Rustic Preacher Podcast at gmail.com. That's all lowercase, no spaces, one word, the Rustic Preacher Podcast at gmail.com. If you guys email me feedback and questions, I'll try my hardest to uh, look through them and, and try to answer those questions on future episodes and, and plan topics on them. I hope you guys have enjoyed this question today and the answer. I hope I've cleared it up for you. Uh, please feel free to reach out. 
This is Pastor Duffy, the rustic preacher, signing out and reminding you that God is good all the time, and God is real, so we should be real too. God bless, and have a great day.